Welcome to Shame Watch, a guilt-free dive in those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we look at a movie that either we or guests love, but society shames them for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while we watch the movies like the miracles that they are. Today, we're covering the 1994... Oh, I can't say this. Gerald Duper... Are you on me? You on me? Gerard Depardieu. There we go! Oh, I took French in high school. Oh. So, yeah, I was, I was practicing. I was like, all right, so there's that. So that means these go together. Yeah, I was practicing. Uh, I was probably practicing it more than actually watching the movie, if I'm being honest. You didn't love the movie? We'll get into oh. that we'll after this copy. We'll Today, we're covering the 1994 Gerald Depardieu. Family comedy, My Father the Hero. A remake of Gerald Depardieu. French comedy, Mon Père C. Eros, directed by Gerard Lazur. Uh, did you know that? Because I did. James Fight in Dava House. House, house. Thanks, Kenny. I love Thanks. that Kenny's here, even when he's not here. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, I want to address that. Uh, Kenny Masson, our lovely chief archivist. Of flatfilms.com. Uh-huh. Is dead, and he's never returning. But I he'll be he back just next. had diarrhea. He'll oh. be back next week, though. Well, yeah. From this, dead from, from this deadly diary. From this deadly diary. He he didn't have the diarrhea. The diarrhea had, killed had, him. Like, yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really sad. It's tragic. But um, he's gone forever. Rest anyway, I'm James Fight, one of the hosts of this podcast. Across from me in this new oriented room is... <laughs> I just really like that Kenny was like, James, you're going to love the copy. Right. And, he, and I was like, wow, this... James is having to say this very difficult name soon, a lot of times, but yeah, I forgot. Why, Kenny really loved the. Oh, yeah. I'm Aaron Salinas. Oh, sorry. Aaron Salinas of uh, Shame Watch, uh, yeah. Chief Snuggler, yeah. uh, Chief Cool Cat That's Editor, right. yeah. um, Homie. All, all those are true. Yeah, everything. And to my left is. Mandy Smith. Yay! Hello! Yay! Welcome, Mandy. What a warm welcome. How are you? I'm good. Tell us about yourself. About myself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, well. No pressure. So, All the pressure, though. Uh, lots of pressure. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, okay, so I'm a writer. I have a blog. Nice. What is it? It's like a humor lifestyle mommy blog called Polite as Fudge. <laughs> oh, that's, fun. that's cute. That's fun. Oh, you didn't know? You didn't look I, it up? I, 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 Kenny I, probably did. Yeah, Kenny probably did. I like I like surprises. I also like oh, surprises. you do? Yeah. Okay. I, one time, uh, we had a filmmaker on here, and I'm like, oh, what do you do? What, did I know anything? While did, his it, film was premiering in Mexico. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. It was Owen Egerton. Edgerton. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Owen. De pardois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say words, <laughs> even though I want to be a voice actor. <laughs> Gee, well, so when did you start this blog? Three years ago. Oh, oh right nice. Yeah. What was right the inspiration on. to start it? Um, I needed a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was a stay-at-home mom, and I have three little ones, and I wasn't... The most creative thing I was doing was, like, like a really elaborate dinner for everybody. And, like, I, I needed to, like, use my brain. I needed mm-hmm. to... Not that you don't use your brain, because I, I don't like when people say that, actually, about be, being a stay-at-home mom. It's just, yeah. like, you know, a little something for myself. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what definitely. it was. Take care of yourself. And it's it. fun. It's kind of like when you get to, you know, when you write a blog, there's just like so many facets to it that yeah. you get like so many things that I love to do are wrapped up in there. Nice. That's awesome. Right on. And what, what is just general humor or is it mommy humor? What's, I don't know if there's a mommy humor thing category. Of yeah. Blogs. No, they're totally, I mean, yeah. I don't is. know. Usually it's just like, you know, whatever's going on with us, but mm-hmm. then I'll write it. You know, from my point of view. With and, a spin. Yeah, I just, you know, I just like to make people laugh. But I like yeah. it to be useful. Like, I interview people. Nice. You know, anything from, like, do you really need the flu shot? But, you know. Oh, so it's, oh. oh hot tip oh. on vaccines? Well, I, I mean, mean the, the flu shot's a little different. Because, like, I never had a flu shot until last year when my mom, who's a nurse, said, Aaron, I think this year you need a flu shot. And I was like, that's dumb. I've never had a flu shot. And look, I never had the flu. Boom! Got the flu last year Ooh. for the first time ever. I blame my mom. <laughs> oh my As you gosh. should, because yeah, that's the correct moral. She had never said, and she was a nurse. She was like, "Yeah, you don't need it. You'll be fine." And then, bam! When she said it, got the flu. Hmm. Yeah. So, Isn't that karma for you? It really is. And I was like, "That's dumb, mom. I don't need. It. I should just listen to my mom." Is the moral of the story? Yeah. I t- wholeheartedly agree with whatever Mandy says. Just listen to your mom. Listen to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you going to get a flu shot this? I year? already got it. Oh, you did? <laughs> I already got it. the flu shot. I haven't got a flu shot. In a long time. Well, here we go, James. Yep. You should probably get a flu shot. Nah. I put it in the air. Nah, well. 
I'll, we'll see if that jinxes me. At least take elderberry. Yeah. Oh, I do. I'm going to take some tonight. I so take, I'm tip-top for my show tomorrow. I take elderberry like it's water. It's pretty tasty. <laughs> it's, it's like snow cone syrup. It's so good. So, Mandy, <laughs> you brought us the movie uh, My Father the Hero. I did. I feel like it's like my baby. It's like my yeah. movie. Yeah. Can you talk about that? About like, how wh- it's my baby. Yeah. Why do you love this movie so <laughs> well, much? Well, I have a couple that are like, you know, like it, I feel like it's in the same like lovable movie uh, mm-hmm. category for me as like Jumanji. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the original the Beetlejuice, the original, nice. the original. Oh, oh Beetlejuice. Hell yeah. yeah. So, and it's like part of that, like I'm, my kids are not ready to watch this movie yet, but it's part right. of like, this is like your 80s and 90s history that you need mm-hmm. to learn. Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. really important. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Catherine Hagel and her little white thong, they can't see that yet. But it's, it's, yeah, when they're ready, it is a little risque. Uh, how old do you think they'll be ready? Like, is the nine-year-old ready for that? No, definitely Whoa. not. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. I don't Are think we talking put like the claws down. Fourteen, no. I, maybe like I mean I don't high school. Definitely high school. Okay. I think like in a couple of years she would be ready. I would just be like. I can't believe that they let her like wear a thong bathing suit. She was a fourteen-year-old. She was supposed to play. She was playing a fourteen-year-old, oh. and she was sixteen at the time. Yeah, yeah. So like this was this was a lot. And I'm not gonna lie, the I'd never seen this movie prior. Uh, this title is a lot more confusing. I was like, my father, the hero. It's gonna be a war movie. <laughs> a really? war movie. That's what you thought. That's what I figured. I was like, he's coming back from war or something like that. Did not get a war movie. No, not <laughs> I at saw, all. I saw on Google. I was like, this isn't right. <laughs> When I was like looking at everything, I was like, it's a war movie. It's got to be a war movie. I thought it was going to be uh, just like an estranged daughter, kind of like what happened, but the father would do something redeemable, and then uh, the daughter would be like, oh, I do love you. That It's a lot kind around of the happened. same timeline. Yeah, it's, it's, you're but not wrong. Mandy, what, tell us the love of this movie that you have. Oh my gosh. It's just like all warm and fuzzy. I feel like it's like... Something that they could, we couldn't make it now. Right, it just oh, no. wouldn't work. It would no. be so. This, we're too cynical. This is a post yeah. to catch a predator universe. We could <laughs> oh, not yeah. make. Oh, jeez, yeah, at all. No, there would be too many suspicions. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but but not everyone shares your love for it. Unfortunately, man. Well, hold on. When did, when did you first catch this? Did you catch this in '94? Was this when you caught it late? I caught it in '94, so I was like, mm. I was like, uh, 11 years old. Nice. Yeah. Oh my oh. gosh, I loved it. I thought I was like. I thought it was like the best movie ever. What did what did eleven year old Mandy think as she was watching it? Oh my gosh, Catherine Hagel, gorgeous, isn't she so gorgeous? Gerard uh, well, Depardieu. She's 16. I'm oh, but now she's you know. Now in 2020, her current age, yes, she is very attractive. But yeah. in 1994, I will not make a comment. Oh my gosh. Okay. But anyway, but, go on. I think I'm gonna side with Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't big side, but yeah, I'm. Just, she was. She was a kid. She was, she a, was a kid. A yeah. She was actually she was a, seventeen. I wasn't oh, gonna. Was 17? I wasn't gonna be okay. like, "Hey, um, she was seventeen, but now I'm gonna." No, be like, hey, the, um, she was seventeen. So correct us by all means. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I just think what, she what was else? like she's adorable. Yeah. Gerard Depardieu. I just think it was like really. I think it was really well done. I love the yeah. fight scene between the daughter and the mom in the oh, beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that this like lie spun out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you they know, often do in real life. Right. It teaches uh, kids a good moral lesson. Did it teach you not to lie, or did it teach you? I to was lie? like, she got away with it, and he's like, a, <laughs> her dad's like apologizing to her at the end, like the final scene, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's like, I've really learned, you know, he's calling his like his girlfriend who wants mm-hmm. him. I, I thought they did the relationships really well, where mm-hmm. it's like, even though his like you know girlfriend wasn't there, he's like calling her and leaving her messages, yeah. and he his last message to her is like, I think you know she taught me, my daughter taught me more yeah. than I ever could have possibly learned on my own. I'm like, well, that's bullshit because. It's like, <laughs> It was just so good, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But okay. not everyone agrees with that. Not as everyone agrees with that. Tell me who. Review. You tell me who. As My Father the Hero review. Who's the vibe? We don't second. want a bullshit review. It's a, uh, this one is, has, ooh, clever title. My Father the Hero, United States, 1994. A movie review by James. Oh, God. Kenny James just, fight. It's James. No, he's like, I didn't, made do, a it. Review. I didn't do it. <laughs> Kenny just went with like the hardest names for this freaking episode. Do you want me to take a look at it? A movie review by James ba- Baradinelli. Oh, that was perfect. Baradinelli? Baradinelli, yeah. Wow. Barad- good job, Aaron. Baradinelli of realviews.net. 
The reunion of Andre Gerard Depardieu and his 14-year-old daughter Nicole, played by Catherine Heigl, is hardly a warm affair. Despite having planned their vacation to the Bahamas for a year, Andre is still the focus of Nicole's anger as the result of a past misdeed. After the pair arrives at their destination, Nicole does all she can to get away from their from her repressive ogre. Whoa. Oh no, that's her, not true. That's cynical. From her repressive ogre of a father. When she meets Ben, played by Dalton James, and her initial attempts to impress him fail, she tries a different tactic, claiming that Andre is actually her lover and an ex-jailbird to boot. And while the lie has favorable results for her, the same can't be said for her poor papa, who becomes the object of suspicious glances and malicious rumors and outright hostility. I I won't dwell over much on the numerous... Impossibilities that occurred during the course of My Father the Hero. This is, after all, a comedy, and the rules of reality are often bent in the same for humor. Too bad the results aren't more impressive. Nevertheless, the greatest flaw in My Father the Hero isn't the feeble laugh-to-running length ratio, the limp characterization, or the mediocre acting. Instead, it's the feeling of unease that... (laughs) That pervades the first 45 minutes as Nicole and Andre clash while the film tries unsuccessfully to make light of their dysfunctional relationship. My Father the Hero sadly fails to take advantage of the possibilities. Instead of going just outright zaniness, the film attempts to stay within the bounds of good taste and family values. In spite of the obvious Oedipal inklings. Which not, which not only dilutes the humor, but results in unwatchable climax involving a water rescue. Yeah, there are some funny moments, such as Andre singing "Thank Heaven for the Little Girls" oh my to gosh. a crowd so of shocked unlookers, yeah. but there aren't enough laughs to justify the end of his lame production. Wow, that was harsh. Everybody's a critic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially James Bartonelli. Bye. Bert, uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt, James Burt Reynolds, Bertinelli, Berardinelli, of Reels. God damn it! <laughs> of Real RealViews.net. There we go. I forgot the website. So let's unpack this movie. Uh, we meet Andre, <clears throat> a, a lovable big French guy. We we gotta hit with the first bit. Whenever he says he gets in the taxi and he says, "Take me to this place and this place," and the taxi driver's like, "How do you want to get there?" By taxi. By taxi. <laughs> I honestly, genuinely chuckled at that. I don't know why it tickled me. Yeah, that's me. an Aaron joke. It was. It was that's like, ah, oh, that's good. That's dumb. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was with that. So right from the get go, we're starting out strong. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I see. Okay, this is where I got lost very quickly. Uh, is when we see Catherine Heigl and her mom. And then they start a fight over a jacket? Yeah. No, that's real life. That's why I I wanted to talk to you about this. Is that how teenage girls act? I mean, that was extreme, right? Yeah, like it was. Yes. A little, it was extreme, um, but it was funny that the daughter was stealing the mom's clothes because that's totally that's a common thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I used to steal like my grandma. My grandma was like super hip. I would steal like her blazers. And oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Right on. But she didn't care. Sure. Because she wasn't. Yeah, because she's your grandma. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not, and it do. wasn't a movie either. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> True. Yes. So what? What made you want to steal her blazers? Just because you thought they looked cool? Yeah, she was like super fashionable. <laughs> she was with just, it. And yeah, and she yeah. How old were you when you did that? I did that for a long time. Probably from like middle school, high school. Yeah. Well, until you were twenty four years old. You're still doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. So it we cause we open up we open up with Andre, who's like you said, a lovable lug. In my yeah. opinion, probably one of my favorite Actors of the '90s now just looking yes, at him. Yes, he's yeah. so cute. He's so he is very cute. Yeah, that he's adorable. Hair, that hair, though. I know. Not a big fan of the hair. Didn't yeah. notice. I don't notice hair. Uh, mm, uh, I mm, thought mm. they played a really good like father daughter like that like that like looks wise it mm-hmm. worked for me. Yeah. yeah, casting was really good. Yeah, yeah it was really good. Yeah, like yeah. he he played that lovable ogre, and the reason I think I liked him more is. His belt hung a little bit lower, which means he has a belly. And I appreciate when we can tell that our actors have a belly, because sometimes real people have bellies. Is all I want to point out. I what? mean, he um, didn't wear a shirt for half the movie. You could yeah. just see yeah, a whole body. Saw, but at the beginning, we just saw like his, his pants hung a little bit lower because he's got a belly. But then we took a shirt off. I was like, oh, there's a little belly. Yeah. There's a little belly. He's at least an XL. At least an XL. I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah. And does this make the list? Because do they ever call out... So uh, the list that James is referring to is uh, Kenny has a list that it's uh, it's a f- it's 
It has to be a movie where we see a larger person that is not seen as schlubby or a buffoon. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's not seen as a buffoon. I don't really see him as a buffoon. Okay. When he yeah. takes over and takes over yeah. the lie and yeah. he's like, you know, flinging him back at mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like he's, he, he kind of controls the room really well. Are you familiar with Gerard Depardieu? Well, I did a little, I mean, he's a hot mess now. So I did do a, I did, <laughs> oh, I did really? a little research. Actually, my husband, Matt, was looking him up. He's like, you, you look at him now. Look at him now. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. He, he got in trouble for like, he got like a, what is it? If you're on a scooter and it's not, a, is it a scooter UI? He like, no, it's, oh, a it's a DUI. He it's got a DUI, DUI on a scooter. And he like claimed he could drink 14 bottles of wine a day. Oh, a lot of wine. That That's is. I'd still kind of wine. believe him, though, if I I'm think being real. I true. <laughs> yeah, I think like it's I, probably 14 no. bottles. If That's you train your body enough, I kind of feel yeah. like... And he looks like somebody who's slamming a, a few bottles back. Slapping like, a few bags of wine? Yeah, just... just yeah, There you go. Yeah, slap bag. Space cowboy. There you go. You know what's up. Um, but yeah, I, I could totally see it. And he's kind of like... I hate saying this because I'm also a man of size. But he's kind of ogre-ish built. <laughs> he's kind he's kind of thick in the thick in the shoulders. So I, I mean, think he's a modern-day Shrek. I don't think that you got. He like owns it. Like he's no, like no, a yeah. cutie pie he, in this movie. He's very he's, charming. Yeah, he is charming. I mean, like if it wasn't for him, it would make the whole storyline even creepier. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, let's just okay. So she she gets picked up by her father, and there's a whole ruckus. There's a dog that I think oh, yeah. they want us to make point that the dog's there because like he jumps in the taxi and then yeah. stuff because like, the dog hates him and like that's like the whole oh, that's the whole thing that's he, the theme yeah the mom is like she's like oh, i guess he remembers you yeah you know he hasn't been around for a couple years five years five years yeah. yeah because yeah. uh he got a new girlfriend and forgot about nikki i feel like they divorced first no yeah well they divorce and then he starts seeing uh isabella and then that's what caused him to forget about nikki so. But he was working really hard. I feel like, okay, I don't want to, like, defend <laughs> Gerard Depardieu. But he was, like, working hard, and mm-hmm. he, like, made... Well, it looked like they had money anyway, to begin with, right? Oh, because, like, money. the New York apartment or whatever. Yeah, that was a, that was a gorgeous see. apartment. Girl. Yeah. And then they can go to the Bahamas for, what, it was, like, a week Ten and a half? days. Yeah. Oh, Ten what? days. <laughs> it's excessive. If I'm yeah. here that long, it's probably because I'm working. It's not because yeah. I'm not there for vacation. That's an expensive... I That's went, an expensive bit. I went on a mission trip to the Bahamas. Oh. Yeah, it was not... And everyone was like, wow, you must have been, like, really rich. And I was like, no, there's a lot of poverty there yeah. because of all the resorts. Yeah. Draining. Anyway, I'm a good person because I did that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Depardieu... Um, <laughs> yeah. I want to give the appropriate accents. I'm trying. Uh, Mr. Depardieu yeah. is... Um, picks up his daughter. Yeah. And Captain there's already... There's, Catherine Hype. How do we feel about Catherine? Just curious. In this movie? Just overall. Oh, I don't... Oh, overall? Well, man, that he, was a point A question, I just want to say. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I, Aaron, how dare do they you? feel about Catherine I'm just, I'm just asking. I don't like her in this movie. Okay. As a person overall in her career, yeah, she's great. She's great in Ugly Truth and 27 Dresses yeah. and Grey's Anatomy. But in this movie, oof. What's the one where she's like pregnant, but like to knocked up, knocked up? Knocked yeah, up, yeah. she was good in that. One. She was good in that. Yeah, one. she yeah. was really good in that. How do you feel about Catherine Eagle? I like her in this one. I don't like her other work except for <laughs> <laughs> the complete opposite. Of the me. complete opposite, <laughs> James. <laughs> except for knocked up, she that was good. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, and again, I don't pick sides. I'm picking Mandy's side. What? I'm picking Mandy's side in this one. Catherine Heigl's great. No, she's kind of a bad person too, isn't she? She comes off as like super bitchy. And I don't mind bitchy. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. But she's also kind of like, wasn't there a whole thing with, what was it, uh, Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, that's the show. I don't know. Like, I I could be wrong on this. I could be misquoting. But apparently she turned down her Emmy nomination because she said, or Emmy Award actually, now that I think about it. Because she didn't want to receive an, an Emmy or an award for such a poor written show. Whoa! So the writer said, "Cool," and killed her. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Yeah, and a violent, violent death. So, it, it, and apparently she tried to come back. She was like, "No, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean it like that." But everybody was like, "No, bro, like the damage is done." Like, it, what do you mean you didn't mean like that? Oh my god! I like, just it, don't think I should have received an award for such a shitty fucking show. Yeah, like, like this show sucks. Like, and like I agree with you. I think she does come off a little bitchy, but like, and again, that doesn't bug me. But like, she, it just seems like very. It bugs me. That's why I don't like her in this movie. <laughs> She's well. So, listen. 
I like your acting in this movie. I just hated the the whole lie. That was just very uncomfortable. I mean, what else are you going to make a movie about? (laughs) You know, Lord of the Rings had some really good (laughs) ideas. I mean, there are a ton. I mean, we're talking about hobbits and dragons. Harry Potter was cool. Harry Potter was cool. (laughs) Die Hard. That had normal people in it and not just like fantastical things. There's a lot of options you can do. Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, exactly. Matrix. Matrix but Catherine Heigl. Oh yeah, I love yeah, the Matrix. That's, great. that's yeah, what that's Matrix fantastic. was missing. Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. <laughs> <laughs> no, they needed Gerard. What <laughs> oh. if he was Morpheus? Yes. Gerard now <laughs> as Morpheus yes. would be let's, perfect. Let's remake the Matrix and do that casting. Oh my goodness, I'm on board. I'm sold. Ah, <laughs> this ah, oh, really, really, can it? We're getting into film. Yep. Um, We're going to Sundance. But yeah, so they and they're already fighting at the airport. Yeah. Well, she tries to storm off back to New York because reasons. She wanted him to chase her. He she wanted him to care about her. Like he was, he got her Shirley Temple, and she was like, "Daddy, I'm too old for that." Oh yeah, I'm, fi- I'm almost fifteen now. Yeah. I'm almost fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like Shirley. So Temple maybe this is way. where the disconnect happens. <laughs> So did you in the man brain, you mean, or in yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, and okay, me being a uh, straight white male. Yes. Did you pick up instantly that she was hurt and using tactics for him to chase her to get closer? Because I didn't realize that until she said it at the end, when it's like you left me. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, I feel like those innuendos were there. I had no. I thought she was just being mean. Really? Because yeah. she, you, when they zoomed in on her face, and she had like bitchy Catherine Heigl, yeah. but you know, and yeah. then she had like, she, like her eyes would like twinkle when she looked at him. They made a point of that a couple times. Yeah. Again. So I, I just thought it was the love that was still there, but I didn't understand. Yeah, I don't pick sides. Her. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going with Jamie because I didn't pick that up. You I didn't, didn't feel did. that. Well, like I understand. Yeah, I was kind of getting the feeling like that it, it's love. You should love me. Like you, you left, and I didn't get the whole chase thing. No. And like. But at, until she said at the end, I was like, oh. Yeah, and then it all clicked. I'm I like, get oh, it. yeah, you were hurt. And you're, okay. Maybe this could so. help you guys with, like, I mean, I don't know what you, are you. I'm extremely single. Okay. I'm so single. See, this movie's oh. going to help. Well, here's the thing. In 2020, I've decided I'm going to give up on dating because uh, it hasn't worked We talked about this in the car before. Yeah, no, I'm, it's, uh, dating's dumb, first off. And uh, no one loves me. Anyway, I didn't understand Catherine Heigl agree, wanting to Ka- chase. Dating's dumb. I'm kidding, Wait. Kaylee. Dating, dating's not that dumb. I think this is genius when you like let it go, and that's when it's gonna come. Well, that's what everyone says, but I've just accepted <laughs> you- my fate as being alone. Oh no! <laughs> Are you being a Debbie Downer about being? A Debbie? What would Gerard Depardieu say? <laughs> he would. Uh, He'd play take, the piano for me. He'd take uh, some Thank water skiing. That was such a great scene. I love that. It was. It was a good bit. It really was, and the fact that it's, we'll get there. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it took me a minute to follow that. Uh, I mean, it took me the whole movie to realize that. Oh, yeah. She wanted to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. Then it made sense. She yeah. wanted to be comforted and known yeah. that she was loved. And then I was like, oh. I would have just been like, fuck you. Why'd you leave? But but like, see. That's just too blunt. I would have been very uh, Gerard and been like, I took you to the Bahamas. You know, I've been trying to spend time with you. Like, of course I love you. But no, she just wanted to be like given you know like, parented g- he was yeah like- affirmed yeah and, mm-hmm. and parented and, and, and be told that you know no like this is how things are so like it made sense then but it took me the whole movie before i was like oh i'm a man yeah uh-huh. <laughs> this didn't click yeah nothing she did made sense to me like at all you guys yeah. so it's a really good thing you saw this movie yes yeah. thank you for in like our mid enlightening tw- us in our mid twenties, it yeah. really helps. <laughs> this hey, is our I'm turning. In, point. I'm in my late twenties now. Well, I'm 27. Close enough. <laughs> I heard that on your last podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you were 27. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. I'm 25. This movie came out three months and 29 days before I was born, <laughs> February 4th, 1994. My mom 
was in her third trimester, had a real craving for Taco Bell and Long John's. Oh, Taco Bell's great. So yeah. is Long John Silver's. Yeah, my mom had, yeah, and that's why I got an affinity for both. I love me some You want to go crunch. get some Long John's after this? I shouldn't. I'm, I'm in a weight loss show. Yeah. I probably should. Oh, yeah. yeah you're not doing anything in the herd. Mandy, can you dissect more of uh, teenage <laughs> girls' behaviors for us? Because we clearly don't understand. Yeah, were these common, what Catherine was doing, or uh, Nicole was doing? I mean... I mean, obviously to an extreme. Right. This was extreme, but I can totally, like, relate. I mean, it was more me remembering, like, myself watching it when I was younger. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? mm -hmm. But, like, it can totally relate. Can I skip to something at the end? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because, you know, when he's, like, when he's, like, you know, near drowning or whatever, and then Mm -hmm. finally she breaks the line. She's like, Daddy, Daddy. I literally had a moment like that in my life. I did. Because, you know, that grandma that I told you I used to steal her clothes. So she took me to go get my belly button pierced when Mm -hmm. I was, like, 16. I wasn't old enough. And I had to have a parent's signature. And so I was with my girlfriend and her mom and i was with my nana and i we told you know the the plate the piercing place that she was my mom your nana's cool my nana was very cool but she didn't look like my mom they were like are you sure like they kind of like questioned a little bit and we were like yeah yeah no mom haha yeah and so like i went to go get i was like on the table like about to get my like belly button like pierced Uh through and i held her hand i was like nana and shit like i said it just yeah. Just as like they were piercing, like it was so awkward. Yeah, so I, mean, so I can a, relate to Catherine. But like, did the piercer stop or did no, they... oh. no? They like no, but it was like <laughs> we caught you. Through. It was already through. Just a very dramatic yeah. moment. Just Nana, I knew it. <laughs> just yep. oh boy, just pushes an alarm. Get her out of here. <laughs> she doesn't have a parent. Get the Fuck out! Yeah. Oh, man. But I loved in that scene where she's like, "Daddy," and nobody says anything. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. they didn't. Say, they didn't call her out on it because everybody on the island, you know, including Ben, that was his name, right? Yeah, that was Ben. Ben um, didn't say anything. He just kind of gave that weird, like, "Wait, what?" Which yeah. is a very Pennsylvania, Ohio way to handle it. Like, oh, absolutely. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. Oh, you know, and they just bottle it down and leave. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I related to Ben in that moment. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 no, that makes. But sense. he did write a letter. Wait, is that when he wrote the letter? Yes. Yeah. No. Well, it's, it's after the piano. Oh, so right. Before that. Before that, that yeah, you can yeah, never yeah. see her again. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But say in 2020, people are always calling each other daddy. So like it would be like, oh, that they're just be, in a relationship. Well, they call it <gasps> zaddy now. Yeah, it's zaddy. Mm-hmm. Which I don't Like get. Antonio Banderas, bro. Oh, and that poster? He's zaddy. Yeah. He's straight up zaddy. That's a good look. Bald head, bearded Antonio. So here's when I first zaddy. knew Catherine Heigl was mad at Andre. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty early on is when uh, she said, uh, oh, I, all my friends' parents, or all my friends are calling their parents by their first name. I'm like, oh, she's pissed. Oh, yeah, because she called him Andre at the airport. Yeah. Like, and well, then throughout the entire Andre? movie until yeah. that moment that Mandy just said. Yeah. I just realized, like, oh, that's a good setup right there when she's like, all oh, my, and then it, just make, it's good you now. Verbalize like, that? It, yeah, I didn't realize. I don't know why it just, like, clicked, like, oh. It fits now. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because if I called my dad John. Well, that probably further fed into everyone thinking that he was her lover. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, all right. <laughs> Here we go. It's so fucking creepy. That I don't... Uh, Mandy, you're going to have to explain some things to me. But like, <laughs> I would never think to do that ever in my life to my mom she liked any- ben he was so hot Mm-mm, okay no I, <laughs> on the level of valid excuses that's at the bottom yeah, 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 yeah. not even on the list even in high school high school james isn't that weird no yeah it's just i would it's just uh, <laughs> and like to me it's just mean yeah because like you're setting your parent to go up to prison for a minimum of Two years or something like that. Well, and I don't get the whole, like, I'll make this person jealous so they chase me thing. Because that's what she was doing, right? Yeah. She was trying to make herself seem older at first. I think she didn't have it, like, elaborately planned out. (laughs) It was, like, one lie led to the next lie. Can you dissect her entire plan for me? Because I legitimately had... I was so in the dark about that. She didn't have it. She was, like... I feel like they did a good job with showing that she just would, like, come up with it on her toes when she was, like... 
when she pretended like um like her dad was sick and mm-hmm. and then Ben was like he's not sick look at him he's out there like you know oh, parasailing or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah and she's like he almost drowned in the bathroom tub last night <laughs> like yeah. she just can't yeah. she, she like they show her like thinking about it like at the you know okay she's improvising hey we all do improv so but her goal was to make him jealous yeah. well the point is if I I could be corru- incorrect but the point is to make yourself unattainable, which makes a man want you more. Oh, there you go. Is that is that real? Is, is that, that correct? I mean, I didn't really like overthink that part, you guys. I just well, no, it- we didn't get. We, it took us an entire movie to realize what she was doing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm trying to overanalyze, so maybe I can meet somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, is that what it is? Like, tr- try to make yourself unattainable, and a man's like, gotta have it, gotta yeah. have it. I guess so, because when she first met Ben, he was like, like, you're going to drown out here by yourself, like, kid. You know, he uh, called her a kid. So she oh. went into, so she, that's when she, like, put her hair up in, like, a French twist, which was really big in the 90s. And she wore that little black, like, Cindy Crawford yeah. dress. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. was, like, looking like she was, like, 19 instead yeah. of 17, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, she wanted to appear older, like she had a lover. Like she had it to get. Okay, okay, that makes D- sense. That's now. all. That, like okay, I think that's where okay. it started from. She yeah. was just a fourteen-year-old who wanted this boy to notice her. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because he he put her as low status, and she would be like, "No, I'm not that. I'm not Look a at kid. me." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Okay. Okay. I think okay. it literally started. That was Inception. Like that was. Inception the movie. <laughs> That the was where it started. That's where it started for her. That was oh, where the lie started. Okay. Oh, I, Inception the lie. I thought we were referencing Inception the movie. I was like, wait. Like was her, like, the Inception of her lie. Yeah. I, I just wanted to see like at the end of Inception, just be like by an idea brought to you by my father the hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think my favorite, I don't know if it's a joke or if it's just a moment, but where Catherine Heigl finally tells Andre like, uh, oh, I... I told this lie and he's like what well i can't oh, tell ben yeah. now because he'll think i'm a liar you are a liar yeah i was like yeah fucking call it out that's great i love that movie. yeah i did appreciate that like how she just like lined everything up and we're like oh oh she's just being uh, okay okay she's just like telling it all out and i was like yeah. i kind of like that i kind of appreciate yeah. that yeah she's got to like you know reap what she sowed to us <laughs> reap what she sows to a certain extent um <clears throat> kind of on that same line for the listeners uh mandy just put her hair up and yeah. why I assume is a French I mean, twist. This is more like a top knot, to be All honest. Right. I don't. I don't know. Maybe we should. Um, we should do pictures of like hairstyles from like the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Mandy, teach me how to get a wife. How to get a wife? Yeah. Well, you, you typically you start with a girlfriend, uh-huh. and then like before that, what you typically that? start with a, a friend. Okay. Or perhaps we could do like a reality show, like get you on the reality show. I'm really into The Bachelor right now. Oh, like oh my God, let's do this. white girl in oh, America. stop. I'm not wrong. Listen, I just watch it to drink wine on Mondays. I have to have something in the background. Honestly, okay. <laughs> like, like okay, so I like, you know, I have it on the background. It's a writing night for me, but it's, oh, okay. you know, tradition that you have to drink wine, watch The Bachelor, like watch The Bachelor. You don't really watch it. Yeah. Is that your process? And do something else. That's part of my process. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like I've, I've been obsessed with 90 Day Fiance, so I really can't talk smack about The Bachelor. It's right around the same level of... See? I just watch anime, so that's my advice. Oh, God. Maddie's staring laser beams at my soul right now. <laughs> I'm gonna ha- no, no 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 listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm thinking about this about finding if we're gonna find you a wife. Yep. I mean again, we should probably start with girlfriend first. I, and no, just I'm jump, gonna propose uh, instantly as soon as I'm done. <laughs> I'm a uh, whole romantic. I see you took notes. I did take notes. I have something that I'm really excited about, yeah, and I know that about. you're equally as excited about this part of the film. I'm gonna call it a film. <laughs> It, it is a film, yeah. <laughs> um, it was on film, so yeah. Yeah, it was on yeah. film, yeah, that's right. You guys, the Scranton people. <laughs> oh, the Scranton <laughs> people. Uh, I don't know, yeah. I really appreciated that. And since I you're really from did. Pennsylvania, you actually yeah. love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and this was pre, um, I want to say the office, but that's, yeah, that's where yeah. the office was, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Scranton. <gasps> the Scranton people. And then at the end, when Gerard Depardieu, yeah. when he was like, tell me your address, he says it to them in French, he's like, mm-hmm. tell me your address so I know never to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I, I don't know why like and i don't know if it was just good timing i've never been a uh yeah i've never been a pa but that's how i imagine scranton people are now because of the office and because of this was like an, an affirming yeah. yeah this is just scranton in a, in a nutshell i also assume that i've never been to scranton 
my college roommates were from Scranton. Are they like that? exactly like that? Well, um, the, one of the girls did steal my clothes and stole like even my pajamas and what? told me she didn't and then hid them. We lived in this like old house in Center City and she, in old city, Philadelphia, sorry. And she, um, one day when she was out, I knew she was stealing my clothes uh-huh. and I went and I looked and she had this tiny closet. I opened it up and all my fucking clothes what? fall out, including like, this is really gross, you guys, but she like had gotten her period in my pajamas. It was oh my bad. god! Is that she why was she from hit Scranton? Them? I don't know. So like, she, did she try them on one day, get a period, and was like, I can't ever tell Mandy. And just there were them? so many other clothes though too. Like, yeah, it was she just had a told me because I yeah. asked her, like, have you borrowed right. this? You know, yeah, yeah. Because especially in college, you don't have your whole wardrobe with you. It's just what you brought. And like, oh wait, you didn't? Oh, okay. I didn't. I lived at home still, so I did. Yeah, but like, what I mean is, like, you're gonna notice if something's yeah, gone. Yeah. Scranton, three for three. You're not looking good. <laughs> you are not looking good. They can party, though. Oh, yeah? Okay, party. right on. Did yeah. you enjoy the parties in Scranton? Or just the yes, girls? Yes, the girls. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. were your parties like in college, Mandy? Let's dissect that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> take it away. What were parties then. like in college? Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I know I wouldn't drink beer, so it was mm-hmm. really difficult to get alcohol from me. It was really <laughs> Oh, you wanted booze, not just... I wanted... Yeah, or like, right you know, like... um. Zima's coming to mind, but that's not what I drank. Oh, it's like Mike Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. This was like pre-wine, but when wine still uh, tasted bad. Did you guys, do you guys drink wine? Were Boone, no. did, were y'all big on Boone's Farm? What Boone's is Farm. that? Is that a, like a is fruity that, wine cooler? Yeah, it's like, well, it's in a bottle still. It's that cheap, like $3, oh. $2 uh, bottles. It looks like yeah. Kool-Aid. Like straight oh, up Kool-Aid. Does it taste like Kool-Aid? Almost, but your head hurts. Mm, mm-hmm. I could put a straw in that. That was... That was my choice. I would just be in the corner. I didn't drink until I was 21. Really? Yeah. Because you lived at home with your parents. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was opportunity. I was just like, nah, it's too much work to break the rules. So I was like, I'll just wait. And then my first drink, my friend made me an apple teeny because my favorite oh. show is Scrubs. And I relate to JD and he drinks apple teenies. Aw. Yeah. You I can't have- drink apple teenies anymore if you want a wife. What? Why not? <laughs> Are, are, are I like fruity bad? drinks. I like fruity drinks. We too. had to give them up when the when, in, in in the thousands. Why? Two thousand. Oh, they're they're done now, James. Yeah. Why? It's done. I'm gonna, I, you, oh, now yeah. you're gonna drink Manhattans or, or, or like that. a martini. I don't know. I w- I only drink things that taste good to me. Old fashions are tasty. Can I drink an old fashioned? You may drink an old fashioned. Thank you, Mandy. You're welcome. Um, I remember I ordered an old fashioned one time at Pinballs of all places. And this the, guy started the arcade. Yeah, the arcade up oh. north, uh, the up north one. And the guy started cracking an egg white into it, and I was like, "What? What? Uh. Was that white rush? No, no, no. Apparently, it's just a very common thing. Like in Europe, he's like, "Yeah, this is just where I learned how to do it. And if you don't put an egg white, it's not an old fashioned. They get like really upset. And so I've just always done that. He's like, "I can take it out." I was like, "I'll do it." <laughs> it was weird. I liked it, but it was weird. Like I was like, Bro, "That's thick. That's a thick drink." But I drank it. I liked it. So yeah, if you ever see an egg white in your old fashioned, don't panic. It might be pretty good. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of drinking to begin with. So I don't do it that often. I'm just learning to drink casually. Because before, Aaron was just like zero to a hundred. Like I'm sober or I'm just on the floor. It's called binging. Yeah, it was terrible. And that's what I said. I'm learning (laughs) to enjoy just my, uh, you know, an evening cocktail at dinner with some friends. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not a huge drinker either. But uh, I do appreciate a good wine. I was a, an H-E-B wine guy for the longest time, so oh, I do cool. appreciate a good wine. Yeah. Um, are you a wine person? Yes, I like cab. She has Monday night wine. Oh, that's dude. her process. Oh, that's yeah. true. What's your favorite cab? Um, oh, I don't really have like a favorite. I like to see like which one you get the biggest discount with. So say it's like a $20 bottle of wine, and right then on. you get to like, you know, if you get the six or whatever, that you can get like 10%. four. Yeah, exactly. Right so um, but I do like like ZD Cab was what we had, what my husband and I had at our, at our wedding. And we, you know, coming from California, we used to go wine tasting. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend Blazon. It is a Washington wine, but Blazon's oh. usually like $8.99. But it tastes like a thirty nine ninety nine. Oh dang! I'm gonna write really that good. down. It's really nice. In my little notebook. It is really nice. What else do you have on your notes? I'm curious because we we don't have many note takers often, but usually when there are note takers, we're like, oh okay, yeah, they were like yeah. they were into it. So what do you have on that? Well, I had this grant and people down because I, I just I loved the side characters. I just oh, thought yeah, that yeah, they yeah, were yeah. like, <laughs> I'm gonna make you guys love this movie. When we're I, done talking I, about it, you're gonna I'm love fine it. Fine. When they it. did the monologue from was it 
Streetcar Named Desire? They they did something for the talent show. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it Streetcar Named yeah. Desire? Stella. <laughs> Good bit. Good bit. Oh wait, I forgot to uh, do this at the beginning. Uh, Mandy, uh, part of this is uh, we bring people on and they have to feel some sort of shame attached to this movie. What what shame do you have with this movie? I thought you might ask me this question, and I just want to say like I've done enough therapy to not feel shame anymore. But that's great. I'm gonna dig down deep right into my shame. Yeah. Shit, I still don't have any. No, that's Where's- fine because the whole purpose of this is for you not to feel shame. So you're going to like help me work through it if I felt shame to yeah. yeah, that's the whole point of this podcast is to help people not feel ashamed. I feel like maybe I should help you guys with the shame about Catherine Hagel's ass cheek hanging out when she was 17 years old. I don't feel shame about that. Yeah, I, I, I just, uh, the only shame I feel is just like that hair. The hair was bad. I don't, I don't see the hair. James, the hair was bad. I liked okay. his hair. I but mean, my first so note, uh, I have January. Okay, right here. Uh, my father, the hero. That hair, though. <laughs> that was literally my first line. Second line. Never liked Catherine Heigl. Still don't. Uh, second one. Is this weird in 94? Fourth one. No, this is weird. David, the photographer. Really weird. Don't like this guy. The guy that she like got a drink from. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was with weird. The long hair. Yeah. Long hair. I'll buy you a drink. Kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, then I went into... I'm honestly a lot closer to the age of saying... Come outside and look at the goddamn moon. It's glorious. Then I would really hope for because that's really something I would say at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe not that aggressively. Yeah. Because I was aggressive. Look at this goddamn Look at this moon. goddamn moon. It's so beautiful. <laughs> All right. I have more notes, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it's it's a very '90s movie. Yeah. And I liked it for that. So like. Like- and you said you feel no shame for this movie. And I totally see it, too. Yeah. I mean, I I know I wasn't supposed to look up the Rotten Tomatoes review. And when I saw it was, like, really bad, I was like, oh, God, I've got terrible oh. taste in movies. And that's okay. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, it took me until I was about 20 to learn that Batman and Robin was a bad movie. Batman. Batman and Robin. Because <laughs> it was my first movie ever as a child. Aww. So I heard it was like, how does how is George Clooney not everybody's favorite Batman? I was shell shocked, and I'm still recovering from that. So that's all with Mr. Freeze, right? It, Mr. It's Freeze. Ice to meet you. Yeah, ice to meet you. Exactly. <laughs> the Ice Age. It's such a good movie. <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> There's someone from Kingsville in it. I of course. Really? Love it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, one of the uh, mad scientists that gets frozen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Kim Scott. She's great. I love her. She's gonna be in the new. Uh, she's coming up in a new movie. But I love her. Yeah. It's Kingsville, Texas? That's, Kingsville, Texas. That's, that's where you're from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we were actually in the New York Times this past week because 300 vultures are chilling in a uh, radio tower, pooping and vomiting on everybody below. Why are they vomiting? That's just what vultures do. That's how they oh, good. That's one of their defense mechanisms. To, like They don't have a sense of smell, so they just like burp <laughs> on themselves. What? And the animals are supposed to be like, ah, and throw up and run away. Oh my that's god! That's awesome. Yeah, vultures are cool. <laughs> yeah, but that's what Kingsville was in the news for. But we're not talking about Kingsville and its glorious back roads of nothing. And hey, it's no Two Hill Bowling Green. You know what? We have uh, three Hall of Famers in the NFL Top 100. Hey, all right? we have Scott Hamilton, an ice skater. He won gold medal. We have Eva Longoria. We have a university, Aaron. We do too. Damn it, Mandy. <laughs> tell us more about why you love this movie. It's perfect. <laughs> it's actually perfect. Okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I won't go that far, yeah. but I, I do love how genuine this movie is. It's delightful. Andre is so authentic and genuine when he's like, he's just trying to connect with his daughter. Yeah. And like, there's no cynicism with him, uh, but like, he's just like trying to do it. And it's really yeah. refreshing in this day and age of cynicism to see someone genuinely try to make and foster a connection. Yeah. That's the end of my thought. And he was being genuine. Yeah. And like, yeah, like you said, like he was, he was just, he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm being dad. Yeah. I'm trying to be dad here. Yeah. It, it was, it was, a, his, he, his charm really helps this movie. And, and I, again, not a huge Catherine Heigl fan, but I did like her in this one. And that says a lot because I think she's kind of a bad person, especially when she like told the writers that of, of, Whatever show she was in, she was like, "Hey, it's not a good, not a good, not a good show." Like that's kind of kind of harsh, but you know, this really did make me appreciate her even a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And he's just so charming. Mm -hmm. Gerard is just so 
so lovely and and bu- I don't want to say buffoony, but he's dad. Yeah. yeah. They kind of made these like sort of um quirky imperfect characters, which I just thought was kind of like very relatable. It was extreme for sure. Yeah. But like everyone had like everyone was flawed. Like yeah. every character was flawed and it was just I thought it was just like made them more endearing. Yeah. It felt it added that like realism to it. Yeah. It's like no one's perfect. Wow, you're making me kind of like this movie more, Mandy. When you said everybody's flawed, I was like, fuck, they were. (laughs) I I think the writers were pretty clever about it. I liked that older couple at the end. You Mm -hmm. know, when they were like, you know, they didn't like that he was her lover. Yeah, like most people on the like island. most people <laughs> on the island. Yeah, and you know what the other thing is? Like, it's all for naught anyway because she's gonna go back home to New York and she's never gonna see Ben again. Like, they're they're That's never true. gonna see each other ever again. Like, yeah. this whole thing is like all for naught, which is totally like young romance anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. like oh, another thing I really liked is when Ben confronts Andre for the first time. Sorry, um, and he's like, "Hey, she's gonna leave you, and I'm gonna take her. Uh, she's gonna stay with me, and." Then we'll we'll go back to New York and I'll find her a job and I'll take care of her, and then Andre just like oh yeah how's that gonna work how's that gonna work? and he like is just dad mode yeah but not in like like oh I'm gonna kill you it's just like hey kid you've not thought about this yeah logistically Let's, speak out yeah. loud what you're saying yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I just thought that was a cool moment to show like dad power yeah. And it was sort of like, right, like we knew that it was sort of like duplicitous, but like mm-hmm. they, Ben doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. That, Clever. See these writers? That dramatic irony. Yeah. That's good stuff. Clever. Uh, another one of my notes, maybe y'all can help explain to me. Um, why did that Moana song keep playing? <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Uh, yes. I, it came up set. Exactly. That's exactly. And it reminded me when she like first explored the water and I was like, I, Why did that again? And again, it would be at the end of Moana, music inspired by yeah, my father. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. <laughs> no joke. I thought before, like right as they introduced Ben, like in the water, not at the hotel. I thought it was like because that music was playing. I was like, is there gonna be a mermaid coming? <laughs> <laughs> is this thirteenth year? Or whatever. Yeah, year yeah, 13th? yeah. I was like, oh, this would be a cool twist on this. Ben, I'm like, all right. But oh my was, god, because like they had it like high tension moments, they had it like low tension yes, moments. Like, it, was, it was all over the place. It was just budget. Oh, I, I uh, thought it was so good. What well, <laughs> surprise, uh, surprise? Hey, yeah, but I kind of liked it. Yeah, it makes me want to recommend something else for you guys. This is not a film. Okay. <laughs> but have you ever heard of H two O? Speaking of mermaids. Oh, that's a show. It's a show. Oh Nickelodeon. My God, yes. It's the best show of all time. I, yeah. Nickelodeon. It's not Nickelodeon. Oh, it's I on Netflix. H2O. Oh, but okay, uh, you know how like um well are you guys old enough to have watched Saved by the Bell? Do you know yeah, Saved I by know the Bell? I watched okay, Saved okay, by the okay, Bell. Okay, okay, okay. This is like Australia's Saved by the Bell, but they're mermaids. It is? That's oh, how I feel. Saved by the Bell? That, that I mean I'm that's saying I, that's what I think, but I also really loved my father the hero, so <laughs> <laughs> And that's okay. Both are that's okay. okay. Me and my best friend Patrick Schull, uh name drop. <laughs> Not really. But he's gonna be a famous Broadway star, everyone, okay? Get off my back. Anyway, we found that when we were in high school and we like we didn't start it from episode one. We saw it in like That's season a shame. Three. That's a shame. I know. But we were just like, what is going on? No, no, no. H2O. Oh, okay. I was confused. We're like, what is going on? And then we watched five episodes and we were hooked. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful show. (laughs) Highly recommend. My last note for this movie was this movie is strange. (laughs) That, yeah. Um, Uh Maybe we should look at my notes instead. Yeah, I want to listen to your notes before we bring up the Rotten Tomatoes game. The Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Um. I liked that the lies were growing. That that was one of my notes. Is that it like um, it like it, it grew, and I thought, and it's it almost like organically grew. They mm-hmm. organically grew, yeah. Until she finally had to tell the truth. Yeah, out of that, I yeah. think I like this just movie. like real life. <laughs> I really think I'm starting to like this movie. What does this say here? I can't even read my own writing. This lies song. don't pay. Lies don't, don't lie. Pay. Be I mean, honest, kids. You knew she was gonna have to like tell the truth in the end. You just didn't know how. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was an organic way too, just like yeah, you get the yeah, belly button yeah. piercing. You yep. know. Yep. Sometimes the, you the just truth. scream Nana when you get. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you scream Nana. That's what you do. Oh, I I wrote down the answering machine too. I just thought that that was so cute how he was yeah. calling Isabel. Yeah. Which is what's her face just... from from the Lindsay Lohan movie from, from Parent Trap? Right? Yeah. Like, oh, that's why she looked familiar. Because yeah. okay. one of one of my other notes was, 
I think this is the prequel to Parenthood. <laughs> right? <laughs> because when See? I saw it, I was like, is that her? No, it's not her. No, it's her. No. Would they give her that Natasha much money? Richardson. Yeah, like, because I imagine you had to give her a lot of money. It must have been her first movie. Yeah, that, yeah. that's true. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, 94, Parent Trap was... Inception again. <laughs> yep. You're welcome, you guys. I just want to say, like, I'm really glad you you have this in your in your souls. Well, thank you for laying it be in our souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I would have never watched this if no. I'm being real. I, I never heard about it, never knew about it. Um, I... Again, I think I was I, I was just being born. Um, I was just being made. At wow, that point. brag about it. And mm-hmm. so, like, my parents wouldn't have gone back to have me watch this. You know, like, my parents had me watch Uncle Buck. Like, my parents are going to go back movie. to... I live for that movie. I am on my way to be my own Uncle Buck. Um, but they would not have gone back to have me watch watch this movie. Because it's kind of a mature movie. Like you said, you're, you're going to wait till your nine-year-old gets a little bit older. Yeah. But, ah, Mandy... <laughs> I think I like this movie. Yeah, and that's because I did not. When I was watching, I was like, "Oh, this is weird." Not sure if I'm a fan. Oh, this is getting weirder. Yeah. Not sure yeah. if I'm a fan. But Gerard is so charming, and yeah. Catherine is locked in. She yeah. is locked into being this, you know, <coughs> troublesome fourteen and a half year old. She's she, hurt. She's hurt. She's, she's hurt. hurt, and she's... she wants to be comforted. And and her her lie is outlandish and unnecessary, but oh. it's like she would have got him anyway. You think? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There were sparks. Yeah, because I've I've heard my yeah yeah because like and then especially like trying to like spite at your dad. Like I've heard my friends of being like, yeah, I did this this and this because I was mad at my dad. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I also had a similar. Maybe it's because we're only children. Yeah, and, and like yeah, maybe. And then like I've heard people just be like, yeah. So like my dad, my dad knew I was mad at him, so he like took me to walmart and then we got sundays or something like that and it's just kind of like that weird like daddy like like daddy daughter kind of like relationship like with, with, if i was mad at my dad i was just like went to my room and then he came Played back and said too. like hey dinner's ready i was like yep all right we cool oh and that's <laughs> quintessential uh ohio so you yeah. didn't go and like take a rock and throw it through your lover's your boyfriend what the window with like a love note with your dad <laughs> no oh no like, like but man i've always wanted to not break the window but like do the throw the pebble at the window and i'm standing in the rain and go hey i love you and then say something really poetic mm-hmm. yeah i like that see like with me it wouldn't be in the rain because i wouldn't want to get my fans wet um, but I might throw a pebble and just be like, hey, you want to go get tacos or something? That'd be cool, right? <laughs> oh like, let's hang out. But yeah, was it, like, that was such a good mo- moment, though, in the movie. Oh, no, when, I when, love he, that when movie. they yeah, throw, yeah. you know, yeah. the whole window breaks. It- <laughs> <laughs> Although I was so concerned for Ben because I was like, oh, no, he's probably wearing uh, no shoes and he's going to step on the glass. Right? He's like, who is that? Yeah. Like, he didn't think it was creepy at all. Well, that's just the 90s. <gasps> oh, my God, you guys, another little innuendo. You know, when he, when uh, Gerard is feeding her the lines to oh, what to yeah, say, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, your eyes, your hands. But you can tell that he's thinking about Isabel. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that, that was beautiful? Great. I love that movie. I like this movie. God dang it. <laughs> I knew it. I like heart? it. You guys, let's go get apple martinis uh, together. Yeah, apple martinis. I lo- <sighs> if we can bring back My Father the Hero, we can bring back... Apple team. Thank you, man. You're welcome. And then the chunky blonde highlights that were real big in the All 2000s. right. Well, let's one step at a time. I was kind <laughs> of a fan of those. One step at a time. And Janko jeans. I really I really said I missed Janko jeans. So the Rotten Tomatoes game is the game. <laughs> yeah, okay. Rotten Tomatoes game. Oh, you're out? No, no, no. Uh, <clears throat> I was so saying up for you. The Rotten Tomatoes game is a game based off the website Rotten Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, averages them out by a pass-fail system, then assigns a percentage on how many people might know might think a film is fresh or rotten. This is not a score that a film is X percent good or X percent bad. It is only a score of how many people liked it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so we're going to start off with James on the critic score. Yeah. Out of 14 critics. What? Ooh, okay. How many are there usually? Uh, on the critics, it depends. Yeah. Um, we've seen 300. We've seen 10. Yeah. In the 90s movies, it, it, it covers 10. around 10 or 20. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is normal, but we've... Well, used... last week, we had like one that had like 300 critics. Yeah. Because so it was a Cats, was that? No. no oh, last okay. week was... Oh, Stuart Little. Oh, Stuart yeah, Little Stuart too. Little too. Yeah. Ooh. Um, that, ooh, yikes. This is random, but have you seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes. yes. You have. Okay, okay, good. Okay, good. 
I just wanted to make sure. Just make sure that was in my wheelhouse of, yeah. of film. Yeah, I yeah. love, I love. It's part of history. But I don't yeah. want to worry about you guys. You know? <laughs> Thanks, Mandy. Make, make sure we're eating right and make sure we're watching Honey, I Shrek the Kids. I appreciate that. You're in that. total mom mode. You think? <laughs> so, uh, James, out of 14 yep. critics, yep. what do you think the percent is for the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes? Without going under. Oh, yeah, correct. Without going under, we play the opposite of Price is Right rules. So, without mm-hmm. going under. We, we like to aim high. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 45%. 45%, yeah. James. Yeah, yeah. That is your score. And Mandy, out of 14 critics, James's guess is 45. Five. You could go higher, lower, or stay exactly the same. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right, locked in. All right. All right, 100% locked in. Uh, critic score is the same amount of critics that reviewed it at 14%. Oof. Ow. Okay. Okay. Would it, what would I have won? If pride. I yeah, you have won pride. Solely okay. pride. Um, we, now, we, we can't afford prizes on the show because um, we're very poor. Okay. But if, but you we'll to that later. Pat- yeah. if we donate, if you donate to our Patreon, maybe. <laughs> um, anyway. Now on to our audience score. There is a time to redeem yourself with a closer score. Out of 14,296, which to me is what? a lot. Yeah, that, that 14, is 14,296. Kind of so people watch this film. Right? People do watch this film. That That's, I mean, that's almost a Bowling Green not in session. You're not lying. Though. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, BG only has, like, 20,000 kids aren't in college. So, yeah, take those other kids out. Mm-mm. Uh, so audience score out of 14,296 uh, audience reviews. Mandy, what do you think is the audience score for My Father the Hero? 100%. 100%. Right on, right on. Uh, James, out of 14,296 audience reviews, what do you think is the audience score for My Father the Hero? Mandy's guess is 100%. You could go under. You could go or, over. Or stay exactly <laughs> the same. 500%. Uh, I'm going to say 76% because I think there's a lot of haters out there, but I think there's a lot of Mandy's who outweigh that. Uh, both of you are incorrect. Excuse me? <laughs> one it's of just you, an infinity symbol. One of you is... <laughs> both of you are correct in the fact that there are numbers. Um, the score, the audience score for this is 54%. Wow. Well, that's o- still significantly higher than uh, the critics. Than the critics yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to wonder if the... I mean, the critics score, obviously, 14 is usually just when they saw it they don't go back and give a critic score so they saw this fresh wrote the review printed out in print right and then called it a day so everybody else i'm assuming a vast majority of those audience scores went back and watched it and then went back and gave it it, the review right so Mm -hmm. i'm one of those that like it which just went up to 55 percent. i think it i think it did 56 56 yeah Yeah, because i didn't want to like this mandy i really (laughs) i thought it was silly and dumb but the more we talk about it, and soulful and deep, it is it is soulful and cute. And, and I'll say this: it's not as creepy as the end of Twilight. Oh no, I hated that movie. I didn't watch Twilight. It, no, not missing much. Not missing much. Made me. I didn't like it. it was but dumb. wait, I know what you guys should give us prizes. Okay. I was like, I thought you were gonna say you gave hugs. Like, you oh, gave, you, you, do hugs? you don't give hugs, hugs as give prizes. Hugs. I give. You guys? I give Maybe great hugs. Hug? Would you like a hug afterwards? Yes. We can do hugs. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, my father, the hero, hug. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. And on that sweet note, that's been our episode of Shame Watch. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rockin' theme song and to James Garcia for our artwork. <clears throat> uh, I'm losing my voice because I'm just so touched. Because you can't say Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't <laughs> say words. <laughs> and to Olivia Suarez for uh, doing our social media. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Do you have a suggestion, a question, comment, or just general tomfoolery you want to contribute to the pod? Send it our way. Visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at ShameWatchPod so we can talk with you. Finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com shamewatch. It does cost money to put out superb content like this pod, so even a $1 donation can make a huge difference. And now, as part of one of those perks... I'm going to say people's names out loud on this very podcast. There are patrons. Don't just say people. There are patrons. These lovely people that give us money on a monthly basis. They're called patrons. Starting with Kenny Madison. Of Austin, Texas. Who's sick and dead and never returned. Diarrhea. Uh, Diarrhea. (laughs) 
<laughs> Aaron O. Salinas. Of Austin, Texas, who's right here. That's G- me. Gene no, right here. No diarrhea. No diarrhea. <laughs> no diarrhea. At this point in time. Uh, Gene Fight. A Bowling Green, Ohio. Correct. And she'll be here at 1130. I thought you were going to say she'll have diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she might. I don't know. Uh, Alan Smith. Of Austin, Texas. Bradley McPherson. Of Tulsa. Okay. Jennifer Steinberg. Of Austin, Texas. Heraclio Gonzalez Jr. Thank you. Of the room across the way. That's my roommate. <laughs> and Aww. Ian Keegan. Of Wyoming. Is, is, is it? Yeah. We thought it was South Dakota, but now it's Wyoming. Let's okay, say something so more exotic. Uh, uh, where, uh, the Puerto Bahamas. Rico. Yeah, <laughs> the Bahamas, Puerto Rico. <laughs> yes. Uh, until next time, our watch has now ended. Dive at your own risk. I don't know. Once I start podcasting, I can't stop. It's kind of addicting. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's when she lies. Mm-hmm.